tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. All right, all right. Today is uh, February 21st. Um, I don't know how many days it is. We start February 4th. So um, how many days it is, we're doing this again. Uh, 8.01, and uh, me, Sophia, and Rebecca, we talk about qualifying men. So uh, I got something I got to find in my computer for y'all um, about um, – it's a program called What Women Want for Men But Can't Tell Them. And, uh, yeah, Rebecca, you kind of hit it on the head, but it's a little more specific than that. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, read you a list of things that women want for men but can't tell them. Uh, uh, I love this A little list. more specific than everything? Uh, a little bit more specific than everything, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, here we go. Okay, okay. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. So, why women can't tell men what they want? I love this list uh, because they wanna they wanna know if your relationship if their if your relationship with them is fate or not, if you'll take care of them or not. If you really understand them or not, if you do what they say or not, if you can be controlled or not, if you'll cheat on them or not, if you can control your anger or not, if you're safe to be with or not, if they can feel uh, safe and secure with you or not, if you're thinking about them when the two of you are not together uh, or not, if you really love them or not, if you accept them with all of their flaws or not, if you know how to be a man or not, uh, if you are able to take care of them financially or not. If you fit in with their family and lifestyle or not, if you commit to them or not, and if so, how committed will you really be or not? Uh, if you protect them, even uh, if you're mad at them or not, if they can uh, be a total slut with you and you'll still love them or not, if they're the most important thing in the world to you or not, if you'll still like them after having sex, if you think you're, if you think they're beautiful or not. If you, uh, excuse me, if they can trust you or not, if you're a winner or not, if you love their children and family or not, if you'll respect and honor their feelings or not, if you'll ignore everyone and everything else for her, if she really needs you to or not, if you know how to handle her or not, if she's bothering you or not, if you're scared uh, too or not, if uh, you can really fix something or not, if you're paying attention to her or not, because they want you to see how much. They want to see how much you really care about them, uh, how strong you really are, how good in bed are you, uh, how much of them uh, can you handle. Uh, they don't want to appear weak. Uh, be strong uh, about, be wrong about you, be a nag or a bother to you in your eyes. Um, you know what they, um, they want you, ladies, want you to pass all their tests. They want to know 
if you really want to do something for them, or are you simply doing it only because they ask? That's the short list. I don't have a longer list because I, I, I haven't completed my uh, Vulcan mind meld yet. Now, um, now there's, there's, there's two caveats to that. One is, okay. one is um, mature women don't do tests. And two, um, we do have a list. Mature women do have a list. Yes. Um, that we're better at communicating, but it does, and it is similar to that list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does include quite a bit of that list. Uh-huh. Um, prob- probably worded a little bit differently, um, mm-hmm. but it is it is a lot of those things on that list. However, if we were to rattle off even five things off of that list, we would sound like complete psychos, which is why we don't do it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, uh, yeah, because I actually tuned out almost like a guy, and the or not was throwing me off. So, I think uh, I want to see it written and write it a little differently, but yes, that's all of it. <laughs> so. Yeah, but it's for guys, so, so it doesn't matter, you know. Oh, like, amen, amen. That's a list for guys. They're, they're spoken in the language guys could understand. Right. Oh, wow. That's like, I don't understand this. <laughs> Say it again. I was like, I don't understand this. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's for guys. It's not that, that has nothing to do with this program. But since we talked about, you know, it came up before we start hit the record. I'm like, let me just get that to y'all so you can hear it. But no, that's that's that's, well, that's, that's yeah. Now we want to know that they are true to what they say, or they're true to wanting to be with us. And the challenge is, is that men today are are really different. Uh, even just 10 years ago, you know, so like Rebecca's saying, a mature woman will communicate what she needs and when something isn't going the way she needs to, she'll say something and there's probably 70% of the population that won't and that's why we have 70% divorce rate. Right. Yeah, or the first divorce, yeah. Well, no, the first divorce, you know, I don't know what the statistics are now. I know 20-something years ago it was like 50% 50% first uh, divorce, uh, first marriage was in divorce, 50%, 70% of the second, and then like 20% of the third one. That, that, that's the one. That's the numbers I heard. Probably different now. So, But um, what was I going to say? Um, one of the things that I tell I, when I'm talking to women about guys, and I'm not going to put this in the book, but or maybe I will. I don't know where I can find it. Where I can find or put it at um, is that, you know, guys – everybody knows that guys love sports, love playing basketball, video games, whatever, right? And, you know, uh, probably the number one reason is that um, they get a chance to be successful, get a chance to win, you know, overcome, you know, raise their hands in the air and celebrate, right? But the second reason is because um, something that women don't think about, which is, they tell us the rules so we know what we need to do to win before we get started. Right. Uh. <laughs> huh? Say it again? Uh, I said I got that. Yeah. 
We learn the rules, the regulations, the policies and procedures before we get started. So we know what we're doing because when a person's masterful to something, they know it so well, they could do it with their eyes closed or, you know, be in the zone. But you can't do that when you're wondering, is this the thing I should be doing now or not? And am I going to get in trouble if I get it wrong? Or when you're constantly being tested. You know, to find out whether you're good enough. Every single woman you meet is testing you. You can't ever trust her. Right. So I imagine so. If, if If you can't ever trust any woman that you get with not to play a mind game on you, Right. Why would you ever be a trustworthy man? Right. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) There's only two types of guys. Don't worry. It's not just women doing it to men. Women do it to women. Uh, Yeah, we understand that, but it ain't making... Yeah, but it ain't making us feel any better. And the fact that y'all do it to each other as well as do it to us makes us y'all makes y'all think is are we doing it to you? And so yeah, I, I mean, truly, I don't I don't usually engage in anything like that unless I'm like unconscious about a topic. But um, it's exhausting. Like it doesn't make any yes. sense. I don't know why women do it all the time. But it's about insecurity, I imagine. Yeah. Well. Toward the end, I have the top ten reasons men leave women um, in the you know after this chapter um, because again, you know I teach you all all of these things that we're talking about and learn how to manage all of this stuff, and then uh, you do any one of these things is enough to chase a guy away because he's thinking if you're doing one, you're probably going to do some of the other ones too. I got to get out, <laughs> you know. So. And I I really want to word it so that women would be like, oh no, I shouldn't do that, no. Well, my girlfriend's doing this. No, honey, you need to read this book or whatever. You know, I don't know, whatever. Well, and then cool. and then you've got, it's not just that you've got women doing it to each other, women doing it mm-hmm. to men. Then you've got women, like, for instance, like my mom's story. You've got women working together, right? So yeah. you go to work and and you spend, what, 75% of your your time in your workplace. Right, so you go yep. to work, and and you're surrounded by all these people, and they become your life, your your family, yep. and you're yep. with all these people, and they're telling you what you should be thinking. Yes. Oh my God. Right. So <sighs> all these women are thinking immature thoughts and acting yes. in immature ways, and even though you might be a mature woman, it's really mm. hard to resist that. So my mom divorces my dad only because everybody else in her workplace is divorcing their husband. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I just got real tired all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. It's like it's that kind of, like, women do that to each other. Constantly. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I thought that was going to be entertaining, and it kind of was, but then it went, you know, into the and dark. Evolved real quick because women are. Oh crazy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going back. I'm going back to the uh, to the uh, to the to the book now. <laughs> 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 oh, 
okay, so before I go back to the book, anybody want to say anything about what they re- realized from last night, to, from yesterday till now? Or should I just you know, go? I was reading, um, I don't know if I said this yesterday, but I was reading the attractiveness notes from yesterday, which I took really yes. crappy notes, so I'm not sure I even took a picture of them. Um, mm. But there was one thing you said. If you could separate the weak from the chase, you'll be able to appreciate when men are always smiling at you. That was yes. one sentence in there. And you said very what? The weak from the chase. You, I remember you said that too when he read it. You'll be able to appreciate when when men are always smiling at you. And it hit me again, and I was like, okay, yes, I agree with that statement. But what woman's going to be able to do that? Mature ones? Only uh, mature ones. And is yeah. that your audience? Um. Mostly immature when I hadn't really thought about it one way or the other when I was writing this stuff. I didn't realize that there was a distinction when I first came up with this concept, you know what I mean? Right. So I you know, I was just talking to women, you know. Right. So, I mean I think we've pretty much eliminated mature women from reading this book. <laughs> it's, well, it's, I mean You know, that's, they're not that's gonna need it. Well, you're probably right, but I don't know. They'll learn something. No, 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 no. Mature women, mature women are going to love where we're at now to the end of the book. Yeah. They are. This this piece here, especially, like how to wrap a guy around your finger, you know, mature men may, mature women may know it, but they're not conscious of it, and they're going to see how they can take it to the next level. Probably. No, I'm not saying that they won't like the book. I'm saying that no. they probably aren't even going to pick it up. No. All right, well, maybe. But anyhow, if that's the case, that's fine, because the majority of humanity is uh, in the immature and category. Mature. Yeah. Um, Indeed. Right. I mean, they're not struggling as much. So, like, the immature women are the ones that are struggling more, so they're going to be the ones that are picking it up, which is great. Um, we have a bigger yeah. market there anyway. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know how you would... I don't even think that that necessarily needs to use the rewording. I think it needs more addition to it. Gotcha. All right, I'll take care of that. You know, I'll, what I will do is to say stuff like, um, um, you know, remember the immature, uh, uh, mature versus immature man. Uh, being able to see some of that stuff, you know, realize, you know, um, you know that men are, are, are not are trying hard to not look like they're losing. Um, you know, uh, see, you know, see if you can determine whether guys, you know, trying to win with you or he's actually just like smiling at you, you know, or something like that. You know, be able right. to look behind the smile right. rather than just see the smile. So I, I'm, you know, I'm glad that I, I asked you that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that was the only thing that I saw when I looked back at my notes. Because, I mean, a lot of this goes into men want to have their mind blown visually. It really does talk about how men look at women. Yeah. You know? And, and I like that. I think it, it does a lot to say that. Um, yeah. That sentence kind of is a trick. Got it. All right. 
Hey, Tom. Um, are you going to yeah. talk about how women bypass um, their requirements at some point? Because they they got a few like main things like you smart, funny, and sweet, or is that not? The you know, um, I had I, I think I had taken it out somewhere, because um, um, I had it in one of the chapters about you know. I call it the primary and secondary qualifiers. Yeah, that one. And um, so I, I guess I should put that back in, yeah. Um, I think so. I think so because yeah. that's All right. the, biggest, the biggest thing that women do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I'm one of the women, so. I got it. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got that. I got that. So I'll put I'll put that in. I need to go before where we're at now. This is this – is, um, setting them up to actually realize that they need to qualify better because yeah. uh, that is the qualification blind spot right there. Oh my God. As soon as, as soon as they get at least three of those things and one of them is chemistry, they lose their mind. Him. I want to, you know, yes. Yeah. Him put his, you got to put his head up on the, on the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, up on the wall, like a, like a, like a deer or buffalo head. <laughs> I got him, him. I got him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah nail, nail to the wall. He's the one, right? Let him, but what do you have? Um, you got chemistry, you know, communication and um, confidence. That's what you got, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Right. So, um, yeah. One other thing I want to be able to do, and um, I think, Sophia, you may be familiar with this type of concept, is I want to turn this book into something that women use for uh, group coaching or a book, you know, oh, a yeah. book club. Like calling so, one? Yeah, yeah. I want women using this to be like, oh, my God. And you just can't stop reading it because cause it's just that. So I'm, I'm putting it out there as, as a concept, and then um, maybe we could talk about that. Because I never read Calling in the One. It just isn't calling me. <laughs> I, hate to say it, I, you know? I bought it. I bought it and didn't read it. I have it. I can read it. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, good. Um, yeah, I really would like to turn this into a book club book. Maybe the three uh, of us be calling in the one and see what they do well and see what we could uh, get from that. Hmm. Okay. Um, Rebecca, would you be into it? I I read all the time. That's too fine. Okay, cool. Cool. All right, so I'm going into uh, acceptance. We started with it, but we didn't finish it. Well, me and Rebecca did, but I wanted her to re- hear it so that when I read it today, you know, she'll have a more uh, close uh, relationship to it, and then, um, you know, we'll go as far as we can. So uh, acceptance. Uh, by acceptance, I mean you let him be who he is, you let him make decisions, you trust his judgment, and generally speaking, you trust him as a capable partner and human being. You accept his opinions, even if you don't agree with them all. You're willing to compromise with him when it may seem uncomfortable for you to do so, willing to let him take chances and will stick by his decisions when he makes them. That doesn't mean you grovel and surrender to him. This means you respect him. Even your disagreements are based on the fact that you accept and respect him. But on this one particular situation, you disagree. If you disagree with what he's saying and thinking, 
but not with who he is as a man and a human being. That's fine and even wise. When you're questioning his character, intelligence, abilities, or intentions, you're questioning him as a human being. That Wait. doesn't work. Hold on. I think we're done with acceptance. We did Excuse acceptance. Me? We did acceptance a couple of days ago. We are. We it was attractiveness that we did attractiveness yesterday. Yeah, but I don't think I think you had to leave before we finished attractiveness. Oh, okay, so I'll go back to attractiveness. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, no so I was like, wait a minute. It was the gravel comment. I was like, I already wrote that down. Okay, uh-huh. got you. No problems. Go back to attractiveness. Wait a minute. Um, memory will get you every time. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right. All right, attractiveness, my bad. Thank you. Good, good, good. It's okay. okay. This is what a waste of time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't want to waste no time. Let's keep it moving. <clears throat> All right, att- attractiveness. The creator designed women, excuse me, the creator designed men to be attracted to in their eyes. Attractiveness in women, just as he created the same dynamic in every species on earth. Many women make men wrong for that. Please don't be one of them. I'm going to take that out. I told you already. I'm taking it out. I ain't yeah. there yet. Right. Really? Men? Huh? Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. How about, it would, how about it would benefit you if you were not one of those? Okay. You know what? You're not telling her, B-I-T-C-H, don't do that. You're saying, if you want it to be successful, then don't do that. Okay. Um, like the please don't be wrong with, don't be one of them part. Change that to... Whatever she's saying. Yeah, that would be fine. Uh, So what I wrote, what I just wrote is, um, uh, many women make men wrong for that. If you want to be successful with men, don't be one of them. How about that? If you want to be successful with men, it would benefit you not to do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm being specific. I got it. Yeah, I think that would be fine. I didn't take that that sentence badly, but I'm I'm one of them direct talking, harsh people that lots of people don't take very well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm aware of that. Okay, so uh, yeah, many women make men wrong for that. If you want to be successful with men, it would benefit you to not be one of them. Good. All right. Yes. Oh, Billy Graham just died. Really? Sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah, they just broke into the uh, GMA to announce it. Wow. Wow, sorry to hear that. Sorry. <sighs> okay, all right, keep going. All right, uh, men get a bad name for several reasons that I'll mention here. Players take advantage of women's feelings. Bullies and narcissists and chauvinists objectify and belittle women. Rich men who act entitled, not all rich men, but I didn't say not all rich men, but rich men who act entitled believe they can buy women. Immature men let their eyes get in the way of love and care without knowing it. Rookies say and do stupid, clumsy things because, well, they're rookies. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
that's a huge, excuse me, that's a large selection of categories and men that fit into them. So it's understandable to hear women say it's hard to find a great guy to be with, but these categories do not encompass the entire population of the human race, not by a long shot. If you can find a way to identify and separate the wheat from the chafe, there we go, uh, when it comes to men, you'll feel much better about the fact that men will always be smiling at you to let you know they're attracted to you, always trying to get into your panties, be objectified, that was other the part. Very, or very other um, uncomfortable um, experiences when it comes to men, women, and attraction. You f- yeah, that, that was the part I was like, I didn't even write that part down, but I was like, there was more to that, but I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't put that in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Say it again. I mean, just the word panties makes me nuts, but it, it, it may be necessary. Say it again. Say that. If you, can, if, if you can find a way to identify and separate the wheat from the chafe when it comes what to men, you'll feel much. What does chafe mean? C-H-A-F-F. It's like... Um, Okay, no. What? Go ahead. That's right. Yeah, you you would know it better. Taste. Taste is what a a cow does when they do. C-H-A-F-L? Yeah. Taste means modest. Oh. So so I was talking about the wheat, right? In the fields, you know, there's there's wheat and then there's the part that's not wheat that you don't want to mix with the wheat if you're an agriculturalist, right? You're a farmer, okay, right? Okay, then, then, then you would be right. Chafe would be right. That's what a cow chews. Cow chews chafe. And, um, and, and so farmers are constantly trying to separate the wheat from the chafe so they can sell the wheat and oh, chafe the humans wheat. they eat. So I think you wheat. might just say that after that sentence because I don't, I don't know anything about agriculture. I don't know that word. Wheat? No, W-E-A-T. Oh, okay. No, I, oh. I, now, now that I rewrote that sentence, that actually yes. makes sense. But it's oh. not going to make sense to a whole lot of people. Okay, well, that, I, I thought that was a common statement. I'm from the Bronx for me to know the wheat from the chafe. I think there's, some, I think there's a statement old. about that in the Bible. Okay. You're yeah, old. Okay. Yeah, you're old. Yeah. I'm, old. I'm not as old as you. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be old. Fine. 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 <laughs> that'll look old. I don't care. Uh-huh. I'm old, too. I'm old. To my nephew yeah. who's seen, I'm ancient. <laughs> yeah, well, then I must be Moses then, you know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'll just say it. it, it yeah, it's, it's not a... Um, an analogy that that is commonly used anymore, but I, I get it. I, I mean, yeah. it's a farming analogy that people use a lot mm-hmm. in the South, probably. Um, well, I think I might have heard it as a child on the farm. Mm-hmm. Once or okay. twice. All right. <laughs> so it's so, separate from the weak from the strong, correct? That's all it is. Well, yeah, you're taking, taking the plant of the wheat off the stalk. Yeah. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it here for now, and then I'll find an analogy that makes sense. But I'm going to read it all again now that you know what the analogy is really saying. I'll read it again, and then you can hear it, okay? <clears throat> okay. 
If you could find a way to identify and separate the wheat from the chafe when it comes to oh, men. Wheat. Are you saying wheat? W-H-E-A-T, like the thing that goes in bread <laughs> that you eat. <laughs> I thought you were saying wheat. So did I all the way up until about, I don't know, a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, sorry, well, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try one more time. One more time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all cray cray. All right. So, uh, <laughs> if you can find a way. If you can find a way to identify and separate the wheat from the chafe uh, when it comes to men, you'll feel much better <clears throat> about the fact that men will always be smiling at you to let you know they're attracted to you, always trying to get into your panties, be objectified, or other very uncomfortable experiences when it comes to men, women, and attraction. Okay. First of all, drop the IEF off of pants. Okay. Yeah, panties? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Panties, you will offend. A little. <laughs> yeah. You will offend more women with the word panties and the word moist than you will with anything oh. else. <laughs> moist. Moist is a bad word. <laughs> no, no. That's so funny. I'm just my saying. Nephews, no, Rebecca, my nephews came over the other day. And they kept saying the word moist. And oh my, God. my sister, my sister, myself, and their mom, the, the, and they yeah. were laughing their butts off. They're like, moist. Yeah. Like, my whole, right. like, seriously, I have, like, my, my whole dad's side of the family is all adult women over 30. Like, well, most of us are adult women over 30. And literally can talk for hours about the word panties. Uh. And how much we hate that word. Like, just cannot stand that word. But we will tease our little boys. You got your panties on? Yes, Every day. Right. Uh-uh. Every day. So <clears throat> please take that word out. I did. I, I took it out already. They're going to use it. <laughs> I, I took it out. I took it out. I took it out. Yeah, <clears throat> All right. Um, actually, though, in private, it's nothing. Nothing wrong with it. Like, yeah, sweetheart, wear those panties that I love. It's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with that word. It's it's the context of the word that yeah. is bothersome, and especially when we're talking about getting into somebody's panties, I'd rather like leave it into getting into their pants than getting into their panties because it's way less expensive that way. They they already got past a lot if they're getting into the panties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're already there. And and well, that's I'm a, gonna, I was gonna say that uh what I'm present to is I cannot write a book about men about women for men. I can't do it and put it in bookstores. It just won't. I'll die. I'll get killed. I promise. Why? This is not going to work. Why? Because I'm I'm just noticing that in this book, whenever I talk about men, y'all are listening like, oh, my God. Then I talk about women, y'all are like, hey, wait a minute, you got to, and that's just y'all. <laughs> so I'm like, if I start talking to men about women the way men need to hear it so they can get the message, 
I'll, I'll get murdered. I'll be, you know, no, on the way to the No, no, no. You make the topic something that's not attractive to women, and you put, a, a, like, a forward saying this is not for this is for blah, blah, blah. And then, in the end, they can read it and get all worried about it, and then you have a lot of publicity, so there's nothing wrong with that either. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> or, or you put a couple of women on the panel and give them credit in it, and you would just be like, look, don't blame me. Don't blame me. <laughs> I had them helping me. Mm. Those are women. Mm. You, you, funny. <laughs> you, oh. yeah. You wanna, you wanna talk about whatever it is that you have issue with. Go talk to them because I had women working with me on every word of this book, and if you don't like it, bitch at your sisters. <laughs> All right. Uh, I get it. That's how you protect um, your ass. Okay. If I go there, I'll do that. Okay, good. Um, right now, I'm thinking I got bigger fish to fry than to go there, boy. Probably. You know, though, honestly, you know, maybe you don't make it um, a publisher publish book. You can do an, an e-book and you yes. use it for coaching clients. You know, because mm. a man, there are a lot of men that really could use support. And the uh, type of man that would come on the, out, on the other side of this work is the man that I would want to be with. So, uh, you know, sometimes yes. you got to do what you got to do. I mean. Yeah. All right. Well, it'll be after the first couple. So we'll see yeah. how I feel about it. Maybe, um, when you're famous, maybe when you're famous, famous, they will give you slack. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, the, the, the the Russian and Chinese bots don't go ahead and jump on me. <sighs> All right, so I'm going to leave that one alone. All right, I'm going to keep going now. I'm going I'm gonna keep going. I finally finished that paragraph. felt like a whole chapter. All right. Um, Sorry. <laughs> going back. That's okay. No, no, it's, it's important. It's, it's critical because anything that gets said in these conversations gives me some material for other sections, so it's fine. You know? It really is. Right, and it, I so, mean, sometimes it's like one word like that that can just right. completely ruin the whole message, and you don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah that's why I said I don't have to follow with it. I'm just going to move on now. Right. So, um, all right, going back to how men relate to attractiveness, men want to have their minds blown visually by women. They want to be amazed by the different ways women are beautiful. This is because men are connoisseurs of women. Men take each woman they come across and enjoy their style of beauty and attractiveness. Almost every woman has something almost every male is attracted to, and men love that. It's like comparing flowers or birds. How could you possibly choose the best flower or bird when they're all so beautiful in their own right and their own purpose? That's how most men see women. Because of that, most men can't control themselves when it comes to being in the presence of a woman. They have to look. They have to compare, but not compare like good or bad. The comparison is more like, how do I choose the best one when they're all just so beautiful? How do you choose which diamond to take home? How do you choose which cloud to appreciate most? Which dog is the most adorable dog who ever lived? There's no such thing. Men 
love women. The way you walk, the way you talk, the way you smell, the way you look at us when you when you're in love with us, when when we're the one you love, I should say. Um, the way you use your beauty, vision, emotions, sex appeal, men love women. The thing about attractiveness, too bad I won't say they won't hear it that way when I say it when they read in the book because my voice ain't saying love, right? Uh <laughs> The thing right. about attract the thing about attractiveness for each man individually is that each man has his preferences, and they have very little to do with the preferences society has for women. Not even close. Some men prefer skinny women. Some prefer mid-sized. Some large women. Some prefer short. Some mid-sized and some tall. Some prefer fancy. Some plain. Some uh, low or no maintenance. Some high maintenance. The variety that the creator made and the design of human females makes men very, very happy. One of the greatest things about this is that men may have preferences, but they're very, very flexible. A man who loves a mid-sized woman would probably be happy with her being at least 25 pounds heavier than he'd normally prefer if he's crazy about the way she treats him, respects him, and looks up to him, and the sex is amazing. In other words... In spite of the fact that most men are visual, they consider being with a woman more emotionally satisfying than visually or sexually so. Oh. Yeah, that's just getting started. Question. So when a guy's yeah. like, this is my secret question, your secret, the secret crush that they have is like nothing like you, it's just physical, and there's, is that what that is? Uh, it depends on the man. <clears throat> but usually... Um, the secret crush statement is um, he he finds you like magnetizing visually, physically, but that's also he likes your personality. He ain't saying he's ready to be in love yet, but he's like he wants to spend time with you. It's more than just the sex. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I was talking to my boyfriend, and he said my secret crush is Blake Lively. And in my head, I go, I don't look anything like her, you know? And I was like, and then my brain just went on a little spin, which then I was like, little girl inside, relax. So I was just curious if, if, yeah, that. Yeah, so you talk about, you know, secret crush meaning stars, movie stars, or famous people yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's sex. That's just sex. I want to do that right. right. Yeah, his is yeah, Sandra Bullock. Um, Craig's, oh, yeah. Craig's history with women have been really skinny, like rail thin women with no boobs mm. and big butts. Mm. I have no butt and big boobs and I'm 5'8", 200 pounds. Mm. All of these women have been like five foot to five two, maybe a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> and I'm yeah. standing here going, what the hell? Why would you ever be with me? And he's like, they're psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. So the closest um, I've ever had to uh, a a secret crush um, was uh, not quite Halle Berry, kind of almost. There's this uh, female. I can't remember her face anymore right now. I had to look her up and Google it. Uh, her name was Azizi Shahari, and I don't even remember. I know she's brown skin. 
I need to go look her up. And then the other person that kind of was a crush, kind of, almost, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, those are like my, you know, the closest thing to, to you know, a celebrity crush. Um, but, but, they're, but they're not, but they're close. So, Yo, anyhow. Zach Efron. I think Zach Efron is a celebrity crush. <laughs> okay. He's just adorable. You, you have, He's just adorable. Um, yeah, you have my, uh, you have my, uh, my. I accept. Go ahead. Go, okay, go on with your so bad that's stuff. True. That's true. Yeah. It's not like I gotta be with Zac Efron. I just think he's adorable. Right, okay. right, right. That's okay. that's that's our definition of secret crush. Um. Yeah, we're not going to tell anybody. We're not going to do anything about it. But when we see the picture, we're like, oh my god! And then and then as soon as the picture's gone, we forget about it. By the way, that's the thing about men. I probably need to put this in here somewhere. When men see a beautiful woman. They they don't know. They're like, oh my god, Whew. All right, and then they turn away and they forgot that she was there. It's like it's like a fly, it's like a butterfly saw a flower. Oh, there's a flower. And then we sit there and we you know do whatever we do with a flower and then move away and that's the end of that. That's that's how yeah, it is for we, us. Business. We don't forget. We don't forget. I remember yeah. a honey like ten years later. Like you remember yeah. that guy? Yeah. 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 Y'all that's remember that. We remember. <laughs> Is yeah, that why men ghost women so much? Excuse me? What? Is that why men ghost women so much? Ghost? Ghost? Yeah. Okay. Go. Your guys are like, ghost? What's that mean? <laughs> um, yeah, it means wheat and chafe. That's what it means. Go ahead. That was a joke. So, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I know. So like okay they they find a like say you're online dating they find a girl that they like or think is attractive they talk to her they might even talk to her for a day or two and then it's like oh squirrel and then they find another one they go talk to her and then like the first girl is like um what happened oh chances are she said or did something that he's like oh hell to the no. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. She so, said something that made him disappear. Right. I know that that is possible, but here's what happened to me. <laughs> like, okay. seriously, real quick scenario. This happened. This dude talking to me, um, literally talked to me for three days, but deep, unbelievably attached conversation, like really into it. For hours. And then all of a sudden, stop talking to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I haven't said anything that I thought was, you know, at all offensive. Mm. Um, hadn't shared a whole lot, you know, whatever. But we were having really cool conversations. Mm. Um, yesterday, he texted me back. Mm. I'm so sorry for my behavior. Mm. Well, like, maybe he he got distracted and then he felt guilty. Well, that's probably what happened. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And so my response was to say, I appreciate your awareness of your actions. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent response. Because <laughs> it wasn't. It was also. I'm not going to kick your ass because you didn't do it. You know. Yeah. Excellent. So, all right, good. 
All right, so I'm going to keep going. Um, the other thing about men's flexibility when it comes to their relationship to a woman's attractiveness is that women have the capacity to change your look to fit into his favorite look should you decide to do so, whether it be romantic role-playing or taking on a new style. You can wear new clothes, new styles, new hairdo, new underwear, get surgery, which I don't recommend, uh, uh, you know, other things that I wouldn't recommend or, um, let me see, all kinds of things I don't recommend or not recommend, but I don't suggest you do any of that unless it's something you feel is a match for your true self. Don't bend yourself out of shape for someone just to be with them, but you do something you wouldn't have, or, um, but then, okay, I got to say the sentence better, but anyhow, uh, uh, you can wear new clothes, new styles, new hairdo, all of that stuff, get surgery, all kinds of things I don't recommend and not recommend. But I don't suggest you do any of that unless it's something that you feel is a match for your true self. Don't bend yourself out of shape for someone just to be with them, but you do something you wouldn't approve of yourself if he didn't bring it up. But you wouldn't do it on your own if you didn't bring it up. Can I so, think of a, like, a, like a basic example of that and, and tell me if that's what you mean? Go ahead. I, I like sexier lingerie. I love lace. I love right. fancy lingerie. My okay. guy likes big butt cotton undies. It took me like three months to accept that anytime I put lace on, he wasn't into it, but I'd put big butt cotton undies in the color and he'd go yeah. crazy. So I was like, fine, I'll try. It was hard, but then I embraced it, and now I actually like wearing big butt content undies. Such that I don't even care about the the line and the butt. Is and that guess what? what? Is that? And That's guess the what? Kind of thing. That works. Because and it's you're not saving like a... you... Sorry. Yeah, and what? And you're saving a fortune. <laughs> you know, I still buy the fancy lace stuff for me, though. <laughs> See, that's perfect. I like it. That's I like it. <laughs> right. That's perfect. But he I gets what less. he wants. I, I, I spend less like Rebecca's saying. Yeah. So the point is that you don't have to change you who you are. You're just giving him a gift. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Right. So that works. Like, my guy likes me when we go out in public, not in public. When we go to Walmart, I don't have to worry about it. I don't even have to put on a bra if I don't want to, whatever. But if we go out to an event, like, you know, a motorcycle event or, or, you know, a work event or whatever, he wants me to look decent. Does that mean a face caked on with makeup and my hair done and heavy jewelry? Not necessarily. But I need to put my teeth in. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, you do need to do that. Yeah, I would say, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. I'm I'm old and settled, and I don't give a crap what people think of me 99% of the time that I leave this house. I don't. I just don't. Yeah. So I don't put my teeth in when I go to the store or when I go get something to eat, or, you know, whatever. I don't, because they don't fit, mm. and it hurts. So I don't mm. do it. 
But if I go yeah. to a motorcycle event or if I go to a work event for him, I'm going to represent my man. I'm right. going to make sure that my image is good for him. You know, that's yeah. not because of what he asks of me, but because right. I want to feel good about what I'm showing of him. Yep. Rebecca, I have a question. How much are teeth that would be that would fit you? A couple thousand dollars. So I say after after all of this we fundraise or something. Get you some teeth that fit you nice. That would be good. It, the problem is is that it's a lower a lower um I'd have to make sure that I follow through and I find a really good dentist, I guess is the issue. Um, the, the the lower bite plane on the teeth, on the denture, is notorious for not fitting. So I'll, uh, I just need to do really good research and find a, a good um or, or you come our way because we have, like, a dentist every other corner. <laughs> yeah. Um it's not that there's bad dentists here. That's not the issue. I think it's just um, apparently this is a, a widespread issue with dentures, and I'm new to, to uh, dentures on that level. Like, I've had an upper plane that has fit for years, but the the lower is brand new to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, back to the book. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, uh, it's, um, it is eight. Fifty. I'm gonna just. I'll just pop off in five minutes, and you continue. Yes. Don't worry, about it, okay? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I love you guys. All right. All right. Love you so. All right. So. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, as long as you look the way he wants you to look, that's all that matters. Hint. You already look the way he wants you to look. Otherwise, he wouldn't want to be with you. Right. Say that like a, like a loud, like a megaphone, because women are so fickle. I'm fickle too. Yeah, like <laughs> ultra bold that and underline it and put it in like a different color. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I love you, Rebecca. Everything I say, you like heighten it even better. <laughs> I mean, I seriously, because women need to understand that that like, it, it ain't about your looks. Quit quit spending so much damn money on getting your nails done and your hair done and putting makeup on and, and quit. Yeah. Do it because you like off. it, not for him. Right. Cut right. it out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Don't worry about trying to be different if and when you want to make yourself look better in his eyes. Instead, work to enhance and emphasize the things he's already crazy about. If he loves your breasts, enhance them, not so much by like making them bigger, but making them more appealing, more touchable, more tangible. If it's your hair, legs, eyes, whatever it is, don't focus on change. Focus on enhancement. It makes him feel like his woman is a movie actress in addition to all the other things she does that makes his heart beat for. This area is critical for men, but not as much of a challenge as you think it is. All you have to do is to be yourself and focus on enhancing his experience of you rather than changing who you are for him. He already knows who you are. He just likes new gift wrap on the amazing toy he gets to keep. 
getting you. Men are very flexible about your looks. It's how you treat them that makes the biggest difference. Right. So I'm going to start in the next one, which is emotionally safe space. This one, I suspect that we spent that much time on the other one. We won't spend this much time here, too. But I'm going to read the first paragraph, at least see what happens. Men have emotions. Their emotions run extremely deep rather than on the surface. How this plays out is that men aren't as in touch with their emotions as women are. This makes them slower to react emotionally except for the two emotions society gives them permission to. Actually, it's really four. I really realize it's four, uh, which is anger, happiness, poker face, and charm. <laughs> and uh, most guys don't know charm, but the ones that know charm, they make up for, for all the other guys. Anyhow, anything else has to be <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have to say that since I put it in here. Um, anything else has meant bury and deal with them on their own, alone and away from everyone else. For example, if a man cries in front of his friends more than twice a year, they'll start questioning his masculinity and toughness, though they probably won't say it out loud. A man who's more expressive of emotions that are anything other than anger or happiness are looked at differently, and that's not a good thing. Here's the problem when it comes to them being with a woman. Women express and are free to express their feelings fully and as intensely and suddenly as they please. They can go from happy to sad to lonely to shocked to angry to jealous to guilty to whatever in a matter of 20 minutes. If a man did that, he'd be placed in a shelter until they figured out his particular mental illness. Yeah. Beyond that, how is he supposed to interact with all that when all he's allowed to express is happiness, anger, poker face, or charm? Which of the emotions I mentioned above can be successfully addressed with anger? Which of the emotions stated would most women be happy he responded with besides happiness? I think you can see the dilemma here. I'm not going to say that, but I said it. I think you can see the dilemma here. Women can be any way they want, while men have to be under control at all times, or you won't like it, feel safe or secure. Unless he's a narcissist, criminal, criminal thug, or bully, he's going to stay away from you because he doesn't want to do or say something you'll both regret. This is why women, excuse me, this is why men leave the room when women get emotional. This is why men shut up until it's safe to leave conversations. You'll get the silent treatment until you give up and then give them permission to go away. To most men, the unreliable, unpredictable nature of the way women express their emotions makes men feel unsafe. To a man, you're acting like a baby when you do all those things, and they're not your dad, so they can't put you, put you in your place. So they just shut up and wait until you're okay with them getting away from you. You may be expressing your feelings, you just uh, stuff his because you know he can't say or do things that you can, and he can't do anything about it because his normal reactions to the emotional expressions many women have, particularly when women make men wrong, is for him to want to beat that woman up or leave her hanging somewhere. Yeah. That's how men want to do things. This is how, here's how men want things to go. His woman lets him know how she feels, 
is thinking about or dealing with without making him feel any particular way. She expresses herself and lets him choose his responses without making him wrong for choosing the wrong ones, not understanding her, not agreeing with her or anything along those lines. She must feel that she could say anything, and she must also be able to take whatever he has to say, whether he, she likes it or not. If she doesn't, she's basically telling him how he should be with her, which is different from him doing things that work for her and the relationship. Both parties need to be able to speak openly and freely, or, there's, or that's where the problems in the relationship will come from. He's going to say things you don't like or agree with, but you cannot use your emotions to take advantage of him and make him do what you want because you'll probably get him to respond, but he'll trust you less and less until he doesn't want to speak with you ever again. You need to be an emotionally safe space to be around. I'll end it right there. Yeah. Um, wow, that was silent, so that must have been um, pretty... Um, Impactful. What are, what are y'all getting out of that? I learned it a long time ago. Huh? Because I, I messed up a lot of relationships. <laughs> with yeah, that, so. me too. This is like my biggest downfall. Got it. So, Sophia, remember when you told me about how women will scream at a guy because they think he can take it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my sister can take it. My mom can take it. Why can't you take it? That's where I come from. Yeah, well, what I just read, what I just read to you, and I still got another half of it. Right, what I just read to you is the reason why they can't take it. Because we can't do nothing about it. We don't have permission to do anything about it. We got shut down. This is the main reason why y'all control relationships. Because as soon as you go here, we can't do nothing about it. Y'all can do anything about all the stuff that we do if you really want to. And how you would handle it is by doing this. <laughs> here, you know, there's, you know, there's my, a twofold my, issue, too. Go ahead, Sophia, because you don't have time. Go. Oh, real quick, and then... Um, yeah. Oh, I found a parking spot. I found a parking spot. Oh, my God, so exciting. Um, my nephew the other day left the room because my sister wouldn't stop complaining about our family member. And mm. I did too, in a sense, because I, I realized there was nothing I could say that would make her feel better. She just needed an event. Yeah. Um, and in the other room, he goes, I hate I hate when we talk about our family members. I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. And, and that's what you're saying, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, like, respecting a man's emotions is critical to being able to have a relationship work because if you don't, you just think you're talking to him like you're talking to a woman. So if he acts like that, then you'd be like, hey, wait a minute. You're not a woman. Why are you acting like a woman? Even though you're talking to him like he's a woman. Uh-huh. Right. But there's also the, the other side of this is that women are not very good at communicating when we're just venting. And men are not very good at distinguishing when they need to stop the cycle of, I've got to fix this. That's correct. So when when they just need to sit and listen to their woman venting and be that safe space for her, 
They need to hear, I'm just venting. Right. Because she has to let it out. And, yeah. And let her let it out. Even if yeah. she screams, even if she's crying, even if she's blowing up. Yep. That's not so, emotional unglued. That's her venting. And so, yeah, that's what we do. But it's not always clear. I know. So, yeah, I know. I want to say, where, what, what university has that class where they can teach men that kind of thing? There is a one. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I, I, I get that. And the only reason why I get that is because of the entire year of hell Craig and I went through trying to figure this exact issue out. Yeah. Right. Where are we, where are we supposed to be learning at? We're, especially guys. Right. Where are we supposed to learn at? So that's the issue. Okay. Um, I'm going to drop it right here, right. leave it right here. I love you guys. I'm going to pop off, okay? Love you, love you, love you, love you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Right. So, um, yeah, this was good. This was very entertaining. And, uh, you know, I, I see I got some, some grammatical errors in here, in there as well as, you know, way yeah. saying things so clearly and whatnot. And, you know, I don't know what I learned today that's going to help me to make something else better. But uh, I'm going to tell you. I told Sophia, but I think I'm. I don't know if I told you and Sophia at the same time. But um, after um, I put in and rewrite the um, the distinctions of maturity versus immaturity in men, um, I am going to put in another distinction after that um, called uh, the four male archetypes. Did I ever tell you about that? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm really present to um, that that needs to go in there because it's one thing to just identify a mature man. There's another thing to identify his style of living and, right. you know, what the type of style of living that he has because he could be a great man, but if he's just not their style, you're still not going to be happy. And, you know, exactly. it's not going to be your fault, even though you might feel guilty or you might keep him or stay around a guy who's not your style. You know, and uh, and all of that. So we want women to really get that uh, right. as part of the qualifying process. So it's critical. So. I find it funny that the style or the, <clears throat> sorry, I find it odd the type of guy that I keep picking. Hmm. <laughs> um, but it just happens to be what I'm attracted to, it which is fine. Yes. Um and it and it works. Um so it is what it is, but mm. visually not the type of guy I'm attracted to. Mm. Um, and um it is what it is. I'm not visually his go to either, so mm. <laughs> but it works. like I said it works. But yeah, yes. it this this emotionally safe space it I find it takes a lot of work, really. Yeah. And a lot of communication. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of being conscious on both sides. Yeah, because like okay, like yesterday, I think it was yesterday or maybe even the day before, I posted on my personal page a um I just felt like shit. And I almost I I very rarely do this anymore. I used to do it a lot. But I posted a rant 
about pain, about my pain. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember that. Okay. And at the very top, I put rant alert. Right. Know? Like, if right. you don't, if you don't want to be a part of me venting, get the fuck off of my page. That's all I have to yeah. say about it. Right. Well, every, everybody that responded, for the most part, gave me options to try to fix it, which is incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Um, there is no fix for this. Right. Um, and then, uh, what's her name? Uh, Karen Shapiro? Yes. Actually got frustrated with me because I did not want to call her CBD oil distributor in Colorado and beg for free oil. Oh. Right. Now, number one, I have extreme phone anxiety. Um, With people that I trust, I don't have a problem. But with other people that I don't know, I can't even fucking dial the phone. Mm. Okay, so, no. I'm not calling your stranger guy and begging for something for free that he doesn't offer for free. You know? Yeah. No. No, 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 not happening. Mm. Number two, don't you dare belittle me for being sick and not wanting to go and ask for something for free. No. Mm. Not on my page, not in public, not happening. So I went to her in private and I was like, look, this is not okay. And she's like, oh my God, girl, I wish I could coach you. It was like, I wish I could coach you. Yeah. So I told you what her situation is, right? Yes. And yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't say nothing to her about it. But um, <laughs> no, she yeah, told me. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I let yeah, her so, tell me. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, she's uh, dealing with that, and but I she's think she's also an alcoholic and dealing with some other psych issues. I think. I think the alcoholism is a function of her condition. Very like, I mean, possibly. She, like her yeah. way of dealing with it, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, so um, interesting. Um, what was the other thing you said? She's alcoholic. What else? Probably dealing with some other psych issues, which which very well could be coming from that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but she's the interesting thing to me was. In the course of one conversation, she talked about four different men. Yeah. And, and she's, that, heartbroken. she's heartbroken because she knows the minute she tells people what's her condition is they run away. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and I get that. That will happen until she finds the right person. Right. You know, but... Um, the other thing is is that she's looking at people to have sex with. 
Say that again. She's looking at people to what? Have sex with. And then they yes. run away. Well, yeah. honey, why don't you try to get into a relationship with somebody instead of trying to bang somebody? You know, if you're just trying to have sex with somebody, of course they're going to run away from you. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, like I said, I'd love to coach her too, but. Yeah. No, she's, that's a, she's, uh, she's above my pay grade. I can't, I can't, I don't know how to, to, um, I, I had a couple of conversations with her. Um, I didn't realize how deep her issue is. So uh, I know I can't handle it, but, uh, or I'm not going to, whether I could or not, not going to. So there's a million people. A million is probably an abject number. I'm just putting that out there, but. There's lots and lots of people out there that survived their whole lives with HIV, never passed it on, and and live completely fulfilling lives. It's possible. Yeah. It is completely yep. possible. Yep. Um, yep. And, and they're not depressed, and they're not, you know, wallowing in it. Um, yeah. You know, but she blames herself and she's miserable and she's, you know, it is, it is what it is. And I understand, you know, especially as a nurse, I understand, but, you know, anyway, she's, she's one who, um, has, who I even seen in our conversations with her friends has projected that anger on others and, and that's okay. Um, I get it. I see it. You know, um, like she did to me. I saw it. I saw through it. I was like, look, you're not going to do that to me. No. Gotcha. You know? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, not okay. You know, I've been sick for 20 years and I didn't deserve it. I didn't do anything for it. I didn't right. get it. My immune system hit me by itself. Right. You know? Um, I'm not saying that she went, she deserved it. I'm not by any means, but you know, I'm not I'm not gonna walk around being depressed about this. Right. I did that. You know, so anyway. Um, God love her. I hope that she does get better, you know, mentally. it's only been a couple of years for her, right? Yeah. Um yeah, I'm gonna say I'm thinking around five. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a period of mourning that goes that happens. So. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that. Heck, heck, I was uh in the mourning process when I first found out that Magic Johnson had it. Hmm. I was messed up because he was still in the prime of his career when he had to stop playing. But he's still walking the planet now, very happily so, and people don't even bring it up no more. Well, they made him stop, didn't they? Because they were worried about him, yes. his sweat. Yeah, yeah. And he's my favorite player. So on top of the fact, that was like, oh, man, come on, y'all. And I understood it, you know what I mean? I just didn't like it at all, at all. Well, it turns out the incidence of, of transfer from bodily fluids that are not blood mm. um, is, well, not blood or semen hmm. is minimal, like very yeah. minimal. 
Um, yeah, but just, but in that situation, it's just too too much of a risk, and I, I don't blame him. But there was really more when I was reading about it. It was more worried about him getting blood, you know, bleeding from an elbow or yeah. falling down. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really what they were more worried about than anything else. So. I guess that makes sense. Because yeah, um, he, he's in a. He, they they say that football is a contact sport. No, football is a collision sport. Basketball is a contact basketball sport. Contact. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, I suppose. But yeah. gosh, and and here he is still alive. And hasn't he had a couple kids since then? I don't know if he's had a couple kids since then. I just know that he's thriving as a businessman, and um, you know, well looked upon for the most part. And then he bring up is that to to you know his persona. It's as if it never happened almost, you know? I don't know how who got there, but um yeah. I think he does have he has one, two, three, one, two, three, four kids. Hmm. Um, and I don't think here. Five fast facts you need to know. Um, see what I have, what we get here. All right, so listen, I'm uh, I'm gonna end the recording because uh Okay. Well, I think we talked enough about this particular physical condition <laughs> for this recording. Okay. So let me end that. Hold on.